Why do you want to learn a new language? Where would you use it and how would it come in handy? This is what I'm asking myself every single day. Even if I'm not planning on going on a trip where I need to use a new language, I'm just like, my brain needs to stay alive. My brain needs to stay active. And there's only so many crossword puzzles I can do in one week. And that's why exactly. I just feel like putting my mind to the test would just be using Rosetta Stone to improve my language skills. And I'm always like idealizing Oh, I want to learn Francais. So when I go to Francais, I can speak French <laughs> with the person in You go to Quebec. <laughs> but really, I'm speaking I'm speaking on a like dream level, which is also great. Use Rosetta Stone to learn the language of a place you're dreaming of visiting. But also practically, it makes more sense for me to learn Spanish. And if I'm gonna learn Spanish, I'm gonna do it on Rosetta Stone. That's amazing. They've been the trusted expert for 30 years with millions of users, and they have 25 languages offered. You have fast language acquisition because they immerse you in the language. There aren't English translations, so you really learn to speak. You listen. You think in the language of Rosetta Stone, and it has an intuitive process, so you pick up the language naturally. First words, then phrases, then sentences, which means it's designed for long-term retention. And the app has a true accent feature that gives you feedback on your pronunciation, like <laughs> having a personal trainer for your accent. It's very helpful, okay? That was good. That was good. Thank it's, you. It's convenient. There's an amazing value. You can get a lifetime membership and just have every single language, all 25 languages you can have for your lifetime, and you can just work through them as long as you're alive. That's kind of an iconic mm -hmm. goal to have. So don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Who Weekly listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com slash who. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash who today. You will say Welcome to Who Weekly, the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't. I'm Bobby Finger. I'm Lindsay Weber. And this is Tyra Banks introducing the new cast of Dancing with the Stars, like season 58. It doesn't take a fortune teller to know that the new cast of Dancing will blow you away. Suni Lee, The Miz, Melora Hard, Olivia Jade, Jimmy Al, Melora Hard, Martin Coe, Brian Austin Green, Amanda Cliff, Melora Hard, Simon Shumpert, Cody Rigsby, Melora Hard, Kenya Moore, Melora Hard, Matt James, Christine Chu, Melora Hard, Melanie C, and Jojo Siwa. Dancing, it's written in Melora Hard, Dancing with the Stars, premieres September 20th on ABC. And stream on Hulu. Okay, that doesn't well, sound cut. like the you real have to play one. The original. You have to play the original one like where it. she goes, dancing, it's written in the stars. Dancing, it's written in the stars. It's like, what does that mean? I mean, I guess <laughs> I know what that means, but that's no, 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 the no. worst tagline. What does it mean, though? What does it dancing. mean? Dancing. It's written, it's in, written in, the stars. in the stars. That's like it's fate. This The show coming back is part of the universe now. It's part of the truth well, of the our universe. Well, the stars in Dancing with the Stars is a forever double meaning, meaning you're dancing with the famous people, the stars. We call our stars mm -hmm. stars, but also something about space. <laughs> Wait, that's always... But was... I don't think it has anything to do with... I think it means fate. I think it means like it's... But also the double meaning is like... But who's it's fate? It's written with the stars. I'm telling you, it's just a terrible, terrible, terrible It's not actually line. written in the stars. I mean, I guess you could say it's like inevitable in that when Olivia Jade was implicated or her parents were implicated in Operation Varsity Blues, some people thought, 
wow, she's definitely going to be on Dancing with the Stars one of these days. It was written in the stars that she would like be that. on Dancing with the right. Stars. Yeah. In any case, they really buried the lead. They told us about Jojo Siwa. They told us about, who else did they tell us about? Suni. Suni Lee. They told us about Suni Lee, but they didn't tell us about Melora Hardin. Melora Hardin. Yeah, they really didn't understand us and what we wanted to know, which was that <laughs> Melora Hardin was dancing on Dancing with the Stars. That's going to be fun. I do That's love, really again, nice. we talk about this every season, but the category spread of this lineup is just iconic. It is. We have no overlap. I mean, bare, you know, we have the only no, overlap literally no overlap is reality show. If you were like, oh, reality show as a general topic what is, is an overlap. What isn't a reality show exactly. these days? It's all a reality exactly. show. You have scandal. You From have Washington, D.C. to HGTV. It's all reality to me, baby. You know? You have one Peloton guy, like the emerging stardom of the fitness mm-hmm. influencer. You have uh, classic reality TV. You have new reality TV. You got the Mike the Miz from the real world. And you have Kenya Moore. You also have, uh, where is it? Christina Chu from Bling Empire, a new reality TV show, newer reality mm-hmm. TV show. You got uh, somebody who's been in the news recently for current event reasons, Amanda Klutz. You got someone who hasn't been in the news recently, Mel C. <laughs> you <laughs> you have a country singer no one's heard of, Jimmy Allen. <laughs> and then you have Brian Austin Green, who will probably, if they don't do this. I'll be I mean, so it could, mad. Either, either version of this, the version of Dancing with the Stars where he dances with Sharna, and the version of Dancing with the Stars where he dances with not Sharna, both of those are funny. Like both of those, like no. Have a who else is gonna dance them. with Sharna? He's clearly dancing with Sharna. But don't you think it adds a little more excitement to like not put him with his girlfriend? I mean, it doesn't. It just doesn't make sense to not put him with Sharna, unless Sharna was like, "Oh, this is my job, and that's my love life. I would like to keep them separate." Mm-hmm. But like, who is Sharna who to else say did that? We miss. We said Christine Chu. We said Mel C. Jimmy Allen. Who Iman is Iman Shumpert? Uh, what's her face's husband? Tana Taylor's husband. Oh, we didn't say um, Martin Cove, who was actually the one guy I was like, I don't know who this is, but it's the guy from Karate Kid. He sweep the leg. You know, sweep the leg. Sweep the leg. Anyone? No. Wait, what, what is that? You saw Karate Kid. I haven't seen Karate Kid since I was like eight. Sweep the leg. You have a problem with that. Oh. Uh... See, Karate Kid wasn't, like, I watched I watched all of them growing up. I remember my brother and sister liked those movies. And even from a young age, I was, like, straight culture and then, like, ignored them. <laughs> I was like, no, I'm rejecting these. Congratulations? That's all you're going to say is congratulations? Don't I get a belt or something? I belt more. No! I mean a karate belt! Brown belt, black belt! I need the belt. So everyone knows I'm good. So you're listening to Who's There with the Call-In Show, where we take your questions, comments, and concerns. So speaking of Dancing with the Stars, but I mean that sincerely this time, we have a call about a Dancing with the Star. Hi, Hi, Weekly. Uh, y'all were talking about Garrett Kate Clayton and gay rights, and I think it was an oversight to not mention that he was in one of the JoJo Siwa TikToks when everyone was speculating about if she was going to be coming out or not. He was in the, like, queer TikTok house or whatever it was. Um, so I just wanted to add that in. Love you. Thanks. 
Fun, 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 fun. Wait, I forgot about that. I forgot about that time. To me, Jojo Siwa has always been out of the closet. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't remember when she was in the closet. Me either. It's just, it just makes so much sense. And she's so fully embraced it. And is, it's such a part of her now that, like, I don't remember when it wasn't a part of her. The Pride House disbanded after Jojo Siwa came out of the closet. The Pride House disbanded after getting the vaccine. <laughs> you know, they were like, we're good now. <laughs> We don't have to be in a bubble. I'm going anymore. out. <laughs> yeah, I'm we're going, going out. out. <laughs> the Bright House shut down the moment the Abbey opened up for indoor seating again. You know, <laughs> the Bright House. The Bright House said we'll be meeting here every <laughs> Thursday. Instead, that's great. How could we have forgotten that? I love when I ask, "How could we have forgotten that?" But like sarcastically, <laughs> how could we have forgotten this detail about JoJo Siwa and Garrett Clayton? <laughs> right. It's half like I have a tendency to forget things, but the other half like, how am I supposed to even remember that? Like, <laughs> I waited all the way to the end of the episode for a clarification or correction on this, but there was none, so I had to call in. Nicole Scherzinger is in the cast of Annie Live. You discussed this on the show. She's playing Grace, the part that Anne Ranking plays that typically has a lot of dancing. It was revealed in an interview with EW that contains this incredible graph. Quote, I'm over the moon excited. This is my wheelhouse, shares in your tells EW between tapings for the upcoming sixth season of The Masked Singer. Anyway, just wanted to make it clear. Nicole Sharon Jr. isn't any live. Also, Jane Krakowski isn't any live playing Lily St. Regis, which is amazing because it's basically what Jenna Romani would do. Um, and that's all. Women do belong in the cast of any live. Speaking of forgetting things, because actually that's a transition. We insulted Nicole Scherzinger as if she wasn't in Annie Live and would like to be, when in fact we'd already announced that she was in Annie Live. What happened there? What happened? I don't know what happened. I feel bad because I am the one who sort of said that. Because you were like, Did you? she's in Annie Live. And I was like, no, no, no. We thought she was in Annie Live. We said that she was going to be the dog in Annie <laughs> I Live. I thought and she... Then, and you were like, oh, right, 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 right. Like, I... <laughs> I blame me. So you're saying you gaslight, I gaslight me? You. Is that what I you're saying? You. Okay. But I wasn't do it wasn't Fuck. even gaslighting because I thought I was right. I wasn't trying to deceive you, you know, like I wasn't trying to fuck with you. I was wrong, but I wasn't trying to deceive you. And yes. Okay, but she's irrelevant. In it. We already gave so much airtime to Nicole Scherzinger joining the cast of Annie. This caller was like, You definitely talked about this. Are you losing your minds? The answer is yes. Has there been additional cast members? Since this is the Annie Live section of the podcast, we have to announce the new cast members. Also, the show is closely approaching December 2nd is the premiere is the show under three months away that's like after our tour that's under <laughs> oh wait months. we forgot to announce the tour oh, I'm putting it here we're going on tour and we're supposed to be we're supposed to be talking about the tour at the top of every episode but maybe it's better that we talk about it in kind of the middle because we fooled you into hearing yeah. this promo for us going on tour. To tour so if you haven't bought tickets to the tour I think a couple dates have already sold out so if so a lot of cities that we haven't been to yet are still on sale. Philly, mm -hmm. Atlanta. Make a, Don't make us regret coming to Philly or Atlanta. Mm -mm, mm -mm. Don't make us regret coming to Detroit. We love Detroit. Don't be like Phoenix. <laughs> Come to San Francisco. I don't remember the other places. Come to D.C. Hey, and if Chicago sells out, come to Detroit. Yeah. If Philly sells out, come to Atlanta. Those are close places. You Philadelphia and Atlanta? That reminds me of uh, a friend of mine in college. One time we were talking about like they were talking about driving to Florida somewhere or she was. Her name was. Well, that's the punchline, actually. She was talking about driving to Florida from Austin <laughs> and she was like, oh, it won't take long. And we were like, come on, like Texas is really big and it's a long way yeah. to Florida. And she goes, no, it just goes Texas, Louisiana, Florida. Right. And what? <laughs> and we were like. Do you know what her name was? Georgia. <laughs> no, she forgot that her own Her name was, was Georgia. 
we were like, Georgia, you're missing states. It's not close. And also Texas is enormous. <laughs> Do you remember in Road Trip where the entire plot is that they mix I'm up I'm going to cut you off Boston? here and say, no, I don't remember in Road Trip. Do you remember in Road Trip where the entire plot line is like Tom Green maybe mixes up Austin and Boston? Where did he go? Austin? Austin, Massachusetts? You mean Boston, Massachusetts? Yeah, that's what I said. Boston. The University of Boston in Massachusetts. That reminds me of this. Back Jane to Annie Krakowski quickly. Hold on, it. sorry. Who is she? They cast Jane Krakowski as uh, Lily... St. Regis. Lily St. Regis. And then they did cast... And this Annie's name is Celine. Selena Smith. Selena has been in a ton of productions. She's been in The Lion King. She was... Uh, even on a Nickelodeon show. She was on a Nickelodeon sitcom. show, right? Yeah. So this is her, not quite her debut. Well, I think the thing is, you need a child actor who's new, right? Just because they're kids. Also, you're not going to know who they are because they're children. But also, you can't get someone too green. You need someone who is a, who is a little experienced as a performer because this is live. They can't fuck up. Like, no, I you know. need to be That's able to saying. trust. You can't, like, you can't pluck someone off of high school theater. Annie. Right. Right. You can't stunt cast a child. They will... Uh, not do well mm -hmm. yeah totally. this this girl clearly has like proven herself as like r dependable <laughs> you know um so now you have your annie live update mixed in with the who weekly live update which mm -hmm. i actually think is a nice touch mm -hmm. will you be seeing annie live will you be seeing who weekly live will you be seeing both live either way you know how i feel about live performance art you know how i feel about live <sighs> okay and i think you should be seeing both hi bobby and Lindsay. I just listened to you talk about Chase Rice and you missed his super big breakthrough moment, which is when he was on The Bachelor on Pilot Pete season and he was performing a show for their date. It was one of those concert dates and he took Victoria F and Victoria F had previously dated him and it was very meta and very weird. But that's when Chase Rice really got his big break. Sorry to Survivor. Crunch, crunch. So, um, Chase and I used to date, and... Like the singer, Chase? The guy that was doing the concert? Yeah. Wait, what? No. Mm-hmm. I'm, like, shaking right now. Um... The guy that was singing, I, I talked to him, like, what? I know. We dated, but I broke it off with him because his lifestyle doesn't really match up to what I want. She's like, his lifestyle didn't match up to what I want. He's always sitting here drinking beer and talking God, amen. Sitting here drinking beer, talking God, amen. I'm surprised that, like, you didn't hear the pop of a champagne. Like, the producers just, like, toasting each other for a brilliant day on set. Like, and a cha-ching noise. It is, it is the most, like, evil, funny thing to have the producer, like, have that set up. It's like, the guy we just saw in concert on our date is your ex-boyfriend? How does that even work out? The country It's like, babe, singer? you're essentially, like, at a prison. Like, this is not reality TV. And also, he's um, lying as... there. He knew. So he's acting. Put him in Annie Live. Make him the dog. Speaking of Pilot Pete, did you know somebody, I forget who, but... I said my last name and, and they said, oh, like Pilot Pete. And I was like, fuck, is Weber now like associated with Pilot Pete as like a last name? 
If so, Who, okay, we. I need to get Where more famous or something. Where the fuck were you that you said Lindsay Weber and they said Weber like Pilot Pete? Where were you? <laughs> like, what like, level of I, hell were you in where you said that? <laughs> like, where were you ordering coffee? I mean, I knew the reference, but I also was like so offended that uh-huh. that's now what the last name is associated with. What's funny about this is that Kristen Cavallari, no matter how hard she tried to stay away from reality TV's scum like remember when she was like dabbling in like southern charm boys she literally can't she's like trying to date a successful country artist Mm -hmm. and yet she still finds her way to date like the guy that was on the bachelor and dated one of the contestants (laughs) she cannot like she cannot (laughs) escape like this is not impressive in any way as it turns out Mm -hmm. you know like shoot for the stars is darius rucker single is you know Oh, Keith is not single. Uh, does do any of them? Sam ha- any of the many Jimmy Allen, who was just who was on Dancing with the Stars? Uh-huh. How about any of them? Sam Hunt is he free? I know he has a wife. They all have wives, but you know what I'm saying. It's like she can't they even. All have wives. That's a great country song. That's like a great Marin Morris country song. They all have wives. They all got wives. <laughs> How about? Fucking um, it's about Casey like, Musgraves ex. About a straight about woman moving into Nashville, like trying to, and she's so horny for the country stars, but they all have they wives. They all have wives. <laughs> That's a good song. <laughs> hey, to the to the writer of Lost in My Backyard, please, you have your second single. It's a bop. Let me tell you something. I feel it's my duty to report that in in F Boy Island, even though Garrett technically won the one hundred thousand dollars. The producers, kind of after everyone else had picked, revoked it from him, and instead it's going to a charity of Sarah's choice. And it really felt like they were scrambling because their reasoning was just like, no, F-Boys shouldn't win. We shouldn't be saying that F-Boys are, like, deserve to win. But, like, that was kind of the whole point of the show, but also, there was no point in the show, but also there was, like, five different contests going on. Anyways, it's honestly kind of worth watching, but at the same time, it's really not. Okay, crunch, crunch. Bye-bye. <laughs> I love this, like, I love this critic from Entertainment Weekly. <laughs> it's honestly worth watching, but it's also... What I was going to say is, when's the last time you you spoke about or had a conversation about a contemporary television show, reality, scripted, whatever, where you didn't ultimately end up saying, it's ultimately pretty worth, worth watching, but maybe kind of not. But it's also that's not. Every no, that's every single television show, show that is, is on, on the air show. right now. It's every show, but I just love every that this caller- Every show is fine to good. <laughs> as revealed, I didn't finish this show, but I think the one of the reasons why I didn't finish watching this show is what the caller kind of in, said here, which is that they didn't follow their own rules. They like set all these rules for themselves mm-hmm. and then broke them along the way. And it's like- if this F boy, the show is like, are you an F boy? Yeah. Are you a nice guy? And can you get this girl to pick you? And then by the end, they had revealed who the F boys are, and the girls still wanted to fuck them. So if you get picked and you're an F boy, you should get the money. That is totally the color is right. Like you won the game. So the you won the game. So the money goes to a charity of the F boys' choice or a charity of the no, no the. F- Boy does not get to choose a charity. Who chose the charity? He's the, like the woman. He's like, here's a charity. My ass. <laughs> like, what? No one. He's not. It's, 
they I guess they gave it to a charity of the girl okay. who chose him okay. choosing because she got effed over by the F boy. But my but the thing is is that he's been whining and dining her. She knew he was an F boy and still chose him because he was like, I'm changed. Mm-hmm. I'm changed. But he was lying. Wow, Lindsay's out here arguing for justice for the F boys. We I'm need to give saying, the F boys a hundred thousand dollars. You destroy the integrity of the game. Like I don't see a season two for this flop of a show. Yeah, well, no, it's one of those shows that the trailer was so good and I was so excited to watch it and I turned it on and was immediately like, you know what? I'm not investing my time in this. And I don't, (laughs) and you can kind of tell pretty immediately on shows like this. Like when I started, you told me to watch um, Clash of the Cones. I started it and in 10 minutes I was like, I'm in it to win it, baby. I'm watching every episode of this. And I have. To argue with you just, just to pick a bone pick a bone mm. to pick a bone to pick bones to pick what is the phrase uh to, to i have a bone, a bone to pick with you oh <laughs> okay just to have a bone to pick with you that's not how you say it either i never said watch clash of the cones which is really funny you took it upon yourself to watch well clash you of described the cones. it kind of but I said it was not that good you and that like, you shouldn't watch it. And you were like, it's the best show I've ever seen. You were pointing at everything that bothered you about Clash of the Cones. And as you were pointing out those things, I was like, all of those things right. sound pretty good to me. And I turned it on. I right. was like, I fucking love Clash of the Cones. Right. I wasn't like, watch Clash of the Cones. I just described it. And you were like, wait, that sounds like my dream show. I'm obsessed. Meanwhile, I have not watched Clash of the Cones since that first episode. Meanwhile, I turned on F-Boy Island and I was like, I'm not giving this my all. It's like the circle where like I'll start the circle every season. I think a new season just dropped suddenly. And like I'm like, yeah. I'm into this. And after one episode, I'm like, this is so exhausting. I can't do the this circle, again. The circle gives me existential matrix. I got to leave this earth in a way like alternate reality. Mm-hmm. We're living in a mm-hmm. simulation. It gives me like bad thoughts. Mm-hmm. So I can't watch it. When I'm with you, all I get is bad thoughts. Oh, wild thoughts. I confuse that. <laughs> Never mind. Um, next call. <laughs> With you, all I get is bad thoughts. I completely misremembered that show. Oh, I thought you were making bad, like a parody. Bad, bad, <laughs> bad. Bad, bad, bad thoughts. Were, <laughs> I thought you were, wait, you thought that was the yeah, lyric? Yeah, I got, I got, I had a brain glitch. I had a brain glitch. But okay. not to talk about wild, wild thoughts really quickly, but to this day, that song is so funny because of Rihanna going wild, 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 wild. wild thoughts <laughs> it's so it's that so it's funny, funny. <laughs> hi Lindsay and bobby um long time first time you were wondering about four tenths of a penny tonight um okay so four t- zero point four is uh times three hundred thousand would give you a hundred and twenty thousand pennies and then you divide that by 100 and so eagle eye cherry made twelve thousand dollars twelve thousand dollars finally okay first of all that person is very wrong i don't know math but like eagle eye cherry didn't make 12 like that's just wrong math i think they used hundred thousands instead of millions i want more math okay here's the actual math math. here's the actual math hi lindsay hi bobby uh long time long time i was listening to this past week's Who's There when you were talking about Eagle Eye Cherry and how much money he made from the Spotify streams of Save Tonight. Just wanted to help you out with the math real quick. So when I looked at Spotify, Save Tonight had been played 349,450,916 times to 
convert that into a dollar amount where each stream is four tenths of a penny, you have to actually multiply by 0 0.004 because if you were to convert it to just a penny, a penny is one one hundredth of a dollar, right? So that would be 0 0.01. Uh, but then you have to take that 0 0.01, it's just four tenths of a penny, so you move the zero over one more time and turn the one into a four to get to four tenths. So four tenths of a penny is 0 0.004. You do that math, you find out that Eagle Eye has apparently made so far $1,397,803.66. So, not bad. I, I feel like I'm in school. I like midway when he started like converting, I was like, my brain like started playing like save tonight like over <laughs> his voice. <laughs> like, like it all of a sudden, like it kicked in. Like, it, it my brain was like, you don't have to do this anymore. <laughs> Why are you doing this? Oh, my God. <laughs> Gonna close the curtains. <laughs> a lot of people called. It's funny how it all connects back to the pod. But a lot of people called earlier this month because Love Island, although airing in the UK uh, earlier, finally hit Hulu. And so a lot of our hooligan listeners from the United States were watching Love Island. And Love Island always has a special musical guest, mm -hmm. you know? Like one year it was Craig David. Like he, they come to the island, they play a song oh, for them. Yeah. So this year it was Mabel, and Mabel has that song like "No Got Me Up." You know that oh, song? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. No Got Me Up. I think that's her song. Mm -hmm. We, I think we talked about her on this show mm -hmm. because she is the daughter of Nina Cherry. Nina Cherry is like a famous Nina Cherry dance. Always comes we up. talked about that. And Nina Cherry is Eagle Eye's Cherry half sister. Is Eagle Eye Cherry's half? Okay. So if you want any more proof that Eagle Eye Cherry's real name is Eagle Eye Cherry, like all of his relatives are also cherries. Mm -hmm. Proof. Do you need more proof? <laughs> it's been a tough uh, few days for everyone in the villa. You know, we needed someone to lift the moods tonight, and Mabel, pff, she smashed it, you know. She put a smile on everyone's face. Speaking of shows that are, like, totally fine, but you don't have to watch, but it's totally good, whatever that phrase was from two calls ago. When you said Mabel, this is also a broken my brain, is when you said Mabel, I was like, oh, you mean Selena Gomez's character in Only Murders in the Building? <laughs> so I was like... <laughs> I'm enjoying it's that. It's cute. It's just funny because I always forget that that's first of all I always forget that that's how she sings iconic mm -hmm. singing voice and then I forget how that's how she talks and there are very different sounds you you would lose track of one or the other if you only heard it for a certain amount yeah of time. her singing voice and her speaking voice do not come from the same I don't no. know vocal cords place at all right at all it's unlike like that girlie knows how to open her diaphragm when she <laughs> sings is what I'm saying seriously it's yeah. like a different it comes from a different space. Mm -hmm. Cute show. It's a cute show. Okay, next. Oh my god, you guys. Gossip Cop is dead. Long live Suggest, as you guys kind of predicted. Good on you. Also, is Suggest a who or a them is, you know, the question on everybody's lips. Thanks. Crunch, crunch. I'm obsessed with this call because no one else noticed this. Like, I didn't notice it. You didn't notice it. This caller is the only person who called who noticed that Gossip Cop was fully scrubbed from the internet. Mm -hmm. Not the entire site itself, the articles are still there, but the branding, the name, the Twitter, it's all fucking gone. It's so weird. Like, Gossip Cop is weirdly like a subcategory. Yeah, it's a subcategory on a new site called Suggest. <laughs> this is what policing looks like in the future we got rid of the gossip cop and we just renamed and now we're it. only suggesting the laws 
But it's also like, it's like, oh, we're getting rid of this, but we're replacing it with something that's pretty much the same thing, but with a different, like, uniform on No, it's the same thing. It's the same thing. Because remember when you noticed that Gossip Cop started doing things Lifestyle. like 10 bags you can't miss or whatever. It's like, here's it's what like, Tiffany Amber Thiessen eats for breakfast. And it's like, wait, where right. am I? I thought I was supposed to be, like, yeah. in court. <laughs> like, what's happening? No, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So then I think Gossip Cop itself was like, yeah, we need, we, we have a severe issue here where, like, cops are bad and also like we don't want to be a cop anymore mm-hmm. right gossip cop said i'm trying to retire I i'm bet, trying to get my pension and get the fuck i out bet of that here. that was part of their calculus it's like cops but, have a bad image right now you know also i'm pissed because as soon as i saw this and the caller called i tried to get at gossip cop because i was like that would be funny but some other genius got at gossip cop what will they do with it? Give it to me. Give it to Lindsay. <laughs> Give it to Lindsay. So. Give it to me. Think of the jokes I could do. Gossip Cop. You bored. would get bored in like two days. And you'd abandon it. And then you would keep getting the emails from Twitter like, Gossip Cop, we miss you. And it's like, ugh, get out of here. This suggest.com though reeks of it was a word we could get. You know, like they had a they had a dry yeah. erase board filled with words. And then they checked, you know, GoDaddy for the words that were available or under their budget of, you know, like $20,000, we'll spend at least, we'll spend up to $20,000 for a domain name, $50,000. And they got Suggest. Suggest.com. It's the ugliest website. There's no character to it. And so Lindsay took it upon herself. She put on her journalist hat and she reached out to the former owner of Gossip Cop, the founder of Gossip well, Cop. Well, I thought he was the owner up until this switch and still maybe might have been the owner because it is all over his credits. His name is uh, Michael Lewitz. Michael Lewettis. And he was a entertainment journalist. Lewettis? Lewettis. Lewettis? Michael Lewettis. Yeah, yeah. I interviewed him once. Oh, I forgot Maddie and I did. that you interviewed the Gossip Cop. Uh-huh. What year was that? 2016 or 2017. I would say 2016. Okay, so he definitely ran and owned Gossip Cop in 2017. Mm -hmm. But then at some point between 2017 and now, as he said in a DM to me, because I tweeted at him what happened to Gossip Cop, he said, I sold Gossip Cop a couple of years ago to private equity-backed media company. They've seemingly changed the site's focus and name, haven't been in contact with the new owners for a long time. Okay, that makes sense. But I was just like, because I was wondering what happened to Gossip Cop, but we had noticed over the past few months that it had gotten less copy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They weren't making accusations. You know, they weren't trying to put people in well, prison. Well, there wasn't a truth. The truth meter zipped away. Yeah. And they got, and they changed the branding to that like sassy cop where it was like, she's a playful cop, you know? Like they were trying to, they made all these weird aesthetic changes that sort of ruined the entire vibe and they got rid of the meter. The truth meter was the whole point they of it. They got rid of the truth meter. Well, the whole point was that the truth meter was always false. Right. Except for like one in a million. One in a million. It was, it was, it like, was true. It was maybe, maybe true. <laughs> maybe. The, the visuals of the of the site are all gone. And now the more I think about it, they kept Gossip Cop in the tags. They call stories that are more accusatory Gossip Cop stories. Like Gossip Cop is in there. But it's like maybe they really just did change the name because cop is a divisive word right now. I think so. I mean, well, how well, else do you say Well, the concept wasn't that sticky. The concept just wasn't that sticky. It was only funny to us because it's like a sad, it's like a sad gossip cop, like, you know, mm-hmm. asking you to like a- adjust the sourcing of your your story about Olivia Wilde, you know? Yeah. It's just like Tom Cruise, unrecognizable after a string of cosmetic procedures and fillers. Scroll down, scroll down. Woman cleans ears with hydrogen peroxide. But is it safe? It's like, where am I? <laughs> 
yeah, that's you're on the internet. Uh, this I is am what on the internet. internet's this like now. Every every website is this. Every website is this. Um, okay, so Gossip Cop is dead. Long live suggest.com. I'd like to suggest that you guys uh, take this party elsewhere. It's getting loud here. It's me as a cop. Okay, next call. It was like 70-something degrees a couple days ago. It's time to put our winter weather to bed, or in my Pull case, under the bed. your linens, sweeties. The lin- it's, time- it's linen season, honey. Oh, oh, all I want is linen all the time. I just want to be draped in linen for my entire life. Not only am I pulling out my linen tops, my linen bottoms, my linen dresses. I'm putting on my linen sheets. I'm putting on my linen pillowcases. I'm just like, everything is linen because the weather's getting warmer. So it's time to say goodbye to jackets, sweaters, and hello to shorts, tees, and linen. I know. I should probably buy some linen shorts from Quince. I have a Quince cotton duvet cover that I really like. And it's warm. It's, It's warm in the cold months and it's cool in the warm months, which is sort of where I want my bedding to be somewhere Mm -hmm. in the middle. And you can get premium European linen from blouses, shorts, dresses from $30, washable silk tops, timeless 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. And you get it for a good price because Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, they cut out the cost of the middlemen and pass the savings on to you. I hate middlemen. I and Quince middlemen. only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. We love it. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash who for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash who to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash who. You know, I've tried lots of things to get me to go to sleep in the past, you know, few years. Just a little bit of just a little bit of a push. You've got your melatonin, you got your various things, but I've found that of all the things, a little bit of C B D, a little bit of C B distillery, that's getting me goes a long that's way. That's getting me conked right out <laughs> and and sleeping through the night. It really is. I love C B distillery. They have not all their products are for sleep. Some That's are for true. relaxation. But like, I love the sleep ones. They say, shh. Those gummies they sent us, I was in a chill vibe all day when I took two of those. They're good ass gummies. <laughs> They're good ass gummies. No, you were. You were like, you were like, I took CBD earlier today and I feel chill. I'm like not operating heavy machinery on those things. You know what I mean? I'm in a good place. Heavy machinery? <laughs> what did I say? <laughs> you said heavy machinery, which is good. I like that. I know what you meant. <laughs> CB Distillery's targeted formulations are made from the highest quality, clean ingredients. They all caps the clean, which means you know it's clean. No fluff, no fillers, just effective CBD solutions designed to help support your health. In two non-clinical surveys, 81% of customers experienced more calm, 80% said CBD helped with pain after physical activity, and an impressive 90% said they slept better with CBD. And I'm among those 90%. So if you struggle with a health concern and haven't found relief, make the change like we did to CB Distillery. And with over two Two million customers and a solid 100% money back guarantee. CB Distillery is the source to trust. Hooligans have a 20% discount to get you started. Visit cbdistillery.com and use code WHO, W-H-O, for 20% off. That's cbdistillery.com, code WHO, cbdistillery.com. Hi, Lindsay and Bobby. You're probably getting a million calls about this, but I'm calling about the John Mulaney and Olivia Munn baby news. Um, just doing some thinking on that timeline he gave an interview where he said they met in the spring but if you think about it with her announcing now that means that she has to be at least 
13, 14 weeks pregnant, and that's on the early side of announcing, especially for celebrities, which puts it at the very latest that she got pregnant in June. So June would be early summer. They met in the spring, which means is there a chance she got pregnant immediately? Would love your thoughts. Please discuss away. Have a good day at work, Olivia Wilde. Okay. Now that this is confirmed, mm-hmm. I mean, he literally went on Seth. What's his Seth name? Myers. I'm glad I cut the segment from the Monday show. I cut. Oh, us, you did? You cut it? it. <gasps> Wait, I just thought it was there the whole uh, time. Uh, it. it was weird because it, it's, I mean, it's always, you. Were, it, it's weird. It's always weird no matter what your intentions are to talk about a baby bump photo. It just like always comes off as I kind of know, strange. I know, I know. It isn't fun. No, it's not It's not fun to be like, eh. We didn't have to speculate that long and it was like weird. And I guess you cut it anyway. So it's kind of irrelevant that, it, that we even. Our argument at the time, which I think still stands, is that, and again, this was before he revealed it. John revealed it on Seth Meyers, who was his friend. Okay. But Olivia is the reason the speculation sort of hit critical mass because people were talking about it on TikTok for a while. Like, the fans have been saying, I think she's pregnant, here's why. They were getting into the weeds with, like, rumors and, like, examining, you know, the timeline, examining everything he said, because, you know, he has a history of talking about his personal life on stage and tweeting. So there's a lot of, like, biographical, autobiographical information on the internet and stuff. So it's just like... This but person way, is famous and successful because they put a lot of themselves out mm-hmm. there. And when that information is out there, people are going to ingest it and remember it and reference it. I'm sorry. Like, that's just the that's way, the that, way it that it goes, goes so man. The, there was something about the way Olivia is walking around. And we were talking about how so many celebrities during the pandemic have gotten pregnant and had a baby without anyone knowing shit. And they have easily they have no hit, problem like, without a sweat off their back and fame or more famous people so, than Olivia Munn have done so. Our argument was that Olivia Munn, celebrity who has been in the public eye specifically for what she's wearing, never forget her Fug Girls uh, feud. Oh, specifically yeah. for what she she's wearing. To f- she loves she to knows, fight back against the man. She, she knows how she knows the ins and outs of everything. Interpreted, right? Yeah. And, yeah. and so it was sort of like it. What it seemed to me was Olivia went out because she was ready for the public to know. Any other celebrity or person kind of new to this whole thing, I would have thought yeah. differently about. She's too savvy. If anything, I think you're too smart for it to, to be caught. Yeah, you weren't like caught. This. I don't believe she was caught. I don't believe no. she was caught. But did you see like the stuff, the stuff about like how Kylie was faking putting up old photos so that she could seem like she was yeah. pregnant, and then the yeah. fans noticed that her nails were different. Blah 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 blah. It's like Olivia could have done a version of this, but she didn't. I don't know. I, I was just very sort of like eyebrow raised at her suddenly I mean, deciding to step out. He went on like Myers only a few days after those photos came out. Right? When does those photos come out uh, officially? Saturday. Over the weekend. And he went on Over on the, the weekday. weekend. Yeah. He went on he went on yesterday, right? Yesterday? God. Yeah. Or what is what is yesterday? Uh he went for, on for he went on Tuesday night. He went on Tuesday night. So it was it was a quick turnaround between, oh, these photos are out here. I guess we gotta go on and da 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 or hey, we're gonna put these photos out here and now you have to go on and da da da, you know, essentially talk about the whole thing. The interview itself could be interpreted many ways. I do think you interpret the interview he does the way that you feel about the situation. Mm-hmm. Like it's almost like um, it's, it's a, almost like it's a, a it's a Roth Rothberg. What's the word? Um, Rube Goldberg. It's a Rorschach test. Rorschach. A Rorschach test. Rorschach. 
it's a Rorschach test of like your own feelings about it. Like I took it Rube as very Goldberg. dark, right? Yeah. But I do think a lot of people might have said, oh, it's mm-hmm. very sweet. It's very earnest. It's very open. Uh, sure. Uh, you could interpret it like that. Then in the spring, I went to Los Angeles mm-hmm. and uh, uh, met and started to date a wonderful woman named Olivia. Who I know well. Yes, a you lovely know woman. Olivia Munn very well. Uh, I met her actually for the first time in life at your wedding. Yes. To Alexi, your wife. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it's nice something good came out of the wedding. Um, isn't that, that's just a clean, good joke all around. That's a fun joke all around. It's, it's, a, fun, it's a fun joke for her. Yes, it's a great joke for her. And you'll, you'll have fun with it at home tonight. Um, and uh, she got to date me right out of recovery, mm-hmm. which is what they call a reverse catch. Uh, and uh, <laughs> no, but I'm sorry, but it was, it is a very, very lucky thing to have met this woman. The minute they stopped talking about the fact that his friends and family got together and inter- had an intervention, he's like, my ex-wife, my new girlfriend, my new baby, what's having a baby like? And you're like, oh, this just took away from like the focus that you were trying to say about how like recovered you are mm-hmm. and how like you're working on your life and all these things. So I just yeah. think it's very like confusing mm-hmm. <laughs> to it's confusing. wade into these waters. No, he's like a human. He has problems, he has passions, he has sex. Like, it's like, it's not, it's not what you think. And I think that's jarring. He has affairs, he has issues, he has drama, he has friends who are worried about him. Like, you know, it, I think that's sort of the thing that gives you whiplash here. And I wasn't a John Mulaney super fan either. The sting of this is harder for the fans who are so invested in him and know a lot about his life because he shares a lot about Mm -hmm. his life. And so I just thought, I just... I think it's just a lot of, it's a lot. I don't know. Like watching this was just like, ay, ay, ay. But anyways, they're pregnant. They announced it. It's out there. They're pregnant. He announced it. And that is the thing I think is the most notable thing. And as the caller kind of pointed out, the timeline of everything is not as uh, cut and dry as the order of things in which he explains. Talking about math, the math that I do know is there's really only a certain amount of time you can be pregnant for. Yeah. Can't. Can't fib that one, you know? You have to think about these people as like this, the straightest, most cis couple of all time, right? It's very weird that he did the announcing and not her. (laughs) Like, that's deliberate. So, sure, but he's more famous than I know, but still to take. To take the story away from the person who actually is pregnant yeah. is weird. And so because but of that, it she, makes... did he? Because she technically was seen out first and kind of dropped the But then listen to this. There. Then you have to think that there was this conversation that happened that was like, okay, what's the strategy now? Does Olivia just say it or does John confirm it on Go Seth Meyers? Go on Seth like, and tell a really emotional and very sweet exactly. story about his friends helping him hold into recovery and then oh oops also i'm pregnant also because obviously he was probably on the schedule for seth myers for some time and the way that he delivers that pregnancy reveal makes it seem like he was not really ready to do that up until like you know that night you know like when you when you think about it as like a pregnancy reveal that required a lot of uncomfortable conversations it makes it less fun whereas like Mm. like jennifer lawrence and her fucking art gallery idiot announced that they were 
having a baby and it was like congrats me, i guess it's cook, cook maroney it's cook maroney it was like congrats i guess like i don't feel dark about this i don't feel excited about this i feel very very resting heart rate you know about this, this just feels it just feels very i have to say it just feels very old hollywood to me this type of scandal is classic yeah. old hollywood i just it gives me like elizabeth taylor like it's just it i don't know the whole thing it's just like you know like usually whenever two celebrities are suddenly um, expecting a baby and you're like surprise baby and you gasp 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 these two celebrities the moment they announced their pregnancy i was like oh <laughs> <laughs> well i think everyone oh. even fans were like that which is kind of the that's the whole thing yeah the fact that this segment turned into what this segment turned into i think tells you everything I know shows you can, the i know everything you need it's, to know about this fucking baby it can be said with the tone right now. The way that you as a listener probably feel where you're like, should I skip ahead 30 seconds? It's like, probably. I know. <laughs> you probably should. You should go back in time and skip ahead 30 <laughs> seconds. Anyways, whatever. Like, whatever. It is what it is. Yeah. I just want to say Olivia, Olivia Munn has given us these vibes throughout history of this podcast. <laughs> so it's not like we're changing our tune on her, you know? Never forget Japanese potatoes, okay? They changed her entire face. She got, Getting, remember when she t- she took on the fuck girls on a th- should have been an easy win and she lost. She is <laughs> repeatedly <laughs> the weirdest person in Hollywood. One of them. I'm just like just doing the ultrasound of this baby and being like <laughs> the radiologist or whoever the technician who's like doing the ultrasound is looking at the yeah, screen, being like, yeah. "Ooh, Olivia Munn vibes here." <laughs> like. <laughs> So this is the heartbeat, this is the head, these are the legs, and if you can see, the, these are the vibes emitting from this baby. Those are Olivia Munn vibes, specifically. <laughs> specifically. Okay, let's move on to another uh... call. I, I best of luck to everyone. I, best of luck to every single fucking person involved in this narrative, please. Oh, I was just going to say to everyone on the planet, also best of but luck. But also on the planet, yeah. Hi, Lindsay. Hi, Bobby. Uh, long time, long time. I just got home from seeing Shang-Chi, which was really fun, and apparently smashed like every box office record that exists. Apologize for the cars going by, I'm on a walk. Um, I'm calling about about a star, Simu Lu, who I've never seen nor heard of before. Seems like, at least in the States, Aquafina is much more of a event. But this movie is enormous, and I... I'm wondering, who is he? He was fantastic. Would love to know more. Grateful for Sharna. Simu Liu is in is the star of Shang Chi, which is the new Marvel movie that defied some people's expectations over Labor Day weekend and became a huge hit despite I don't know the Delta variant, despite it not being on premiere access like Black Widow was, and it made a ton of money. It set a Labor Day box office. It was only record. in theaters. It was only in theaters. You couldn't just pay an extra thirty dollars to see that on Disney Plus, like Cruella, and you had to go. You had to, to go, the and people were willing it. to do it, and it was a huge movie. And he is now like dining out on this. He's so excited about it, but he he came out of nowhere, and he didn't come out of nowhere because he has the very like inspirational, very uh, not quite textbook, but very 
inspirational Hollywood rags to riches came out of nowhere story, but you also get like an immigrant story because he was born in China. Then he moved to Canada, kind of like started his acting gig in Canada. Then he was like, I don't want to act anymore. I'm going to like go to college and be a, I don't want to pursue acting. I'm going to go to college and be an accountant. Then he was an accountant. and He was like, fuck this. I do want to be an actor. I want to be a stunt man. And then he got his first job like off of Craigslist as an extra in Pacific Rim. Then he like became a TV star. He was on Kim's Convenience for five years. And that sort of led to his most recent, like, notable time in the press. So if you haven't heard of him, if you hadn't heard of him in the past because of, like, watching the television shows, you may have heard about the Kim's Convenience drama back uh, earlier this year, I actually. I talked about it. Mm-hmm. Deal, this was a show that was on for five seasons. It was on Netflix. It was, like, one of those, like, Schitt's Creek, like, beloved suite, but all the leads were Asian, and the creators were not Asian. Mm-hmm. So there was the kind of this power imbalance within the show that he lays out relatively gracefully on Facebook. Mm-hmm. I mean, relatively just because it's a very long chunk of, like, obviously, like, a big dump that did not get edited. Like, it's very earnest. It's very honest. It's very real. He says literally, like, neither CBC nor Netflix own the rights to Kim's Convenience. They merely license it. However, the producers of the show are indeed spinning off a new show from the Shannon character that was the other thing is they spun off a non-Asian character to get her own show mm-hmm. the creators while while not can't quote-unquote canceling Kim's convenience and the thing that like is a is a common through line through his entire or at least like this stage of his career is that you when you think about people who when you think about people who get into like Marvel movies you think of them like shutting their mouths and like taking the check and being happy to be in like the biggest I don't know the biggest family in Hollywood like the biggest family in movie making in the in, around the world right like there's nothing bigger than Disney slash Marvel and whenever you get the job you shut up and then you take whatever problems come your way and we were just talking about this I think just on the Patreon not on the main show but Scarlett Johansson suing Marvel she didn't sue Marvel she didn't speak up about Marvel and Disney until after she, she was sued out when she was done right she sued like on the last movie she was and like, she sued bye bye. out the door if she had another movie in the works do you think she would have sued i don't think so meanwhile simu after all of this like he is a guy who is outspoken online he's outspoken in interviews in a way that like you just don't get from marvel people marvel people tend to shut up he had said oh people thought that i was I was being difficult because I already got Marvel. Why else would I reprise my role on this spinoff? But it wasn't like, for that both. reason. It was because they unf- they he th- he claims they unfairly canceled the show, spinning it off for the non-Asian character, and then expected them all to make like appearances on that project. And they were like, "F you," mm-hmm. essentially. No. And when someone from Marvel called Shang Chi an experiment, the president of Marvel, Kevin Feige, Feige, Feige. Yeah. He called releasing it in theaters exclusively and not putting it on Disney Premier Access an experiment. But Simu... Which is funny because is that the experiment now? Yeah. Is releasing it the way that it was released two years ago? Yes. So he hilarious. sort of like... Simu sort of like misinterpreted or like extrapolated what he meant from that and was like, you know what? We're not an experiment. We are the underdog, the underestimated, I'm quoting him. We are the ceiling breakers. We are the celebration of culture and joy that will persevere after an embattled year. We are the surprise. I'm fired the fuck up to make history on September 3rd. Join us. So like... Even though I think a lot of people said, Seema, you misunderstood what he was saying. The point is him tweeting something like that as a Marvel star, not even one with the movie out yet. Like the one who's still waiting for the movie to come out is kind of unprecedented for a Marvel star. You just think of them as so well, he docile. He just like doesn't like give a people. fuck. He yeah. just doesn't care. Like he's just like, we're. I'm not going to get. I'm not going to shut fucked up. Fucked over. Just yeah. because of this. I do think that the 
the Kim's convenience experience maybe like emboldened him, mm-hmm. emb- totally. emboldened him, yeah, to speak up and get positive response back, which he did from that because it was a really overwhelmingly like, oh wow, like this is all so helpful, you know, and this right. is all so true, and thank you for saying something. <laughs> exactly. Now try firing this guy, you know, like not that they would, but it's like he's instantly beloved by people like this call is like i didn't know who he was and he's amazing like i love this person who is he so that's who he is but i think the funniest thing about him has now like been living on twitter one being that he tweeted about wanting this role three years ago and then got the role and people always yeah. call out this tweet in interviews with him there's actually an interview with him that i found where he like he hates, he hates how often he's asked about the tweet where he was like hey marvel tweeted hey it then. hi hello hey marvel um he what did he say it was in 2018 he said he does have like twitter brain a little yeah because he's funny on he tweets but he's got a little bit of a twitter brain you have to be on twitter a lot to do this to like behave the way that he does it's like you're on your twitter all the time but he says okay at marvel are we gonna talk or what hashtag shang chi and that is december 2018 and then right before the movie came out he replied to that tweet and said well shit it's funny it's funny um, that's funny. That's funny. That's, that's funny. funny. That's funny. And the also very Twitter brain thing he did was he, I guess he had a job as a stock model, mm-hmm. which is hilarious because like he really has had like every job in Hollywood. He was like an extra. He was in stock photos. So what other jobs did you have when you were starting out? I had a billion. So yeah. Yeah. Okay. Let's see. So we covered handing out dog food samples on the side of the street. Which and then is I was so also, random. <laughs> mm-hmm. I also just kind of picked up like, you know, weird, you know, acting slash modeling gigs whenever I could. And like oh. when I say modeling, I'm not. I wasn't like a runway Prada model. I was like, uh, I was like a stock, you know, stock photos. Wait, like when you buy the picture frame? Like when you, yeah, when you buy the picture frame, exactly. Or like when yeah. you go I on a website. I always think those families are so beautiful. I'm like, sometimes, yeah. I Thank think you. Yeah, for, I'm like, for well done that. if they cast you for that. Yeah, um, yeah the, the one, I did like a couple of shoots and they ended up like, man, I like, I literally keep seeing it pop up and like more so now because people are recognizing them and uh, putting them online. But I feel like I've been like, I've been like all around the world. I've traveled, I've been on like the front of stores, I've hung outside gyms and been on the cover of textbooks and it's, uh, so it's been really wild, it. yeah. And then, <laughs> this is funny, the stock image company that like hired him to do these photos responded like inspirationally, we always believed in you and if being a superhero doesn't work out, our door is always open. <laughs> Meaning like what, come back and pose in more photos? Mm-hmm. And he responded, is the door open to share in the hundreds of thousands of dollars you made off these photos because I was paid a hundred bucks? <laughs> He's like, shut up. He's like, shut the fuck up. Yeah. It's good. It, it's inspiring. I don't know. Like, I don't really, I want to see this movie. I'll see it, you know, whenever I'm comfortable going into the theater again. But the thing is, like, it's rare to see a Marvel movie come out where you're like, oh, yeah, this looks cool. Because they all kind of look the same to me at this point. Every time a new Marvel movie comes out, I'm like, oh, another one of those. But this one actually, like, this guy is so magnetic that, like, you kind of can't help but be intrigued by what this is, even though it's not from my favorite place, aka Marvel. Even if you're like not a Marvel fan, or f- you have to, you can't ignore it if you care about no. movies. I have to watch like, this. I have that's to. That's where stars are made now. How are stars even made anymore? It's like being in Marvel movies is a big one. Yeah, exactly. Which is why people, whenever they get the Marvel things, they shut up and they like 
their personality is like drained from them and he is refusing to do that a couple of weeks ago we talked about how like all the short-term 12 people in passing are now famous it's like lakeith stanfield rami malik brie larson caitlin denver the one the one from what's the netflix show with tony collette unbelievable are now all like kind of up and coming like established big stars and they were all in short-term 12 together and what's her name from we just talked about her too Stephanie from... Stephanie Beatrice. Beatrice, yes. And then I realized, I didn't realize this, the director of Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings is the director and writer of Short Term 12. They're all big people Fuck, now. That's really all, of them. all crazy. You Destined love Short Term 12 Trenton. as like... You keep saying Short Term 12 as like a thing because... I was obsessed it, Everyone keeps with getting Short Term 12. Bree, John... Caitlin, Caitlin Dever. I always had Denver. Rami Lakeith, Stephanie. Yeah. And now Destin Daniel Cretton. They're all, they've all become extremely successful, successful Hollywood people. Not even in an indie way. Right. And Aquafina now still, still being credited as Aquafina is second build in this. <laughs> yeah. And has her own show that's still very popular and going on. Uh, and Comedy Central. Queens. On Comedy Central. Yeah. No, I always right. keep I keep waiting for her to go by Nora, but it's like it's never. I guess it's just not going to happen. Remember that's what we said about Lady Gaga. We were like, oh, she's going to be yeah. Stephanie Germanata in Star Is Born. Nope. Oh, she's going to be Stephanie Germanata in House of Gucci. Nope. She is Lady Gaga. She is Lady. When Gaga. When she won an Oscar, she won it as Lady Gaga. When Aquafina wins, insane. When Aquafina insane. won her Golden Globe, insane. she won it as Aquafina. Like, and it's whoa. crazy because I'm sorry, but not Lady. Ga- These are two very separate things. I would want to, I would want to distance myself from Aquafina. <laughs> like, come, like the name you use when you did like parody raps on YouTube. Like, for many reasons, it's it's worth the distance. Well, now it's just like now it's just in. It's canon. I think somebody gave her some bad advice, and it's just how could you argue with that (laughs) advice if you end up in a Marvel movie that's like the number one movie that's ever been released on Labor Day? You know, like second lead. But my question to you is: Is Simu instantly of them because of this movie, or does it take a bit? Like, do we take a bit to establish him as a them? I don't think he's a them yet, especially because like someone's calling in and being like, "Who is he?" He's taking the uh, he's taking the like expedited course. Well, Marvel Marvel puts you in front of the world and sees if you stick. Graduation doesn't take four years. He could do it in like you know like a Fair Abraham like Harvard Extension School and then like instantly become a them. I guess he just paid like ten thousand dollars and now he's. <laughs> you know, I think it was a lot of things. I think uh, in a nutshell, you know, I, I was struggling to just find something to connect to her with because I was you know a guy with Zara pants and she was Angelina Jolie. And uh, you know, she was talking about just, you know, her kids and video games and how much they played them. And I was like, this is, you know, my time to shine. And so I was like, well, what, what, you know, what, what games do your kids play? And she was like, oh, this game called League of Legends. And I was like, oh, great. I would love to explain this to you. <laughs> and then so I just go into this very impassioned, like, you know, explanation for this video game. And I think she was just laughing maybe at me rather than with me, but, um, I appreciate you tell you know framing it that way. I made her laugh. Hi, Lindsay and Bobby. Long time, long time. Um, I'm calling with a fat, like information that literally, and this is not info like I deduced. It's just like I was bored over the weekend and was like paying attention, extra attention to everybody's IG posts. So, um, but there are two very big who's dating, um, and by very big, I mean like. I am probably one of like a dozen people that cares about this, but um, 
Chronic Flowers, uh, a.k.a. Bria, who I never remember her last name, a.k.a. Um, Florida Project Girl, is dating Michael Voltaggio, um, winner of one of the early seasons of Top Chef. But um, there was apparently some fest in Napa and, like, you know, like the Food Fighters headlined, but then also it was, like, kind of like a cooking thing. And, like, you know, Michael and his brother, the other Voltaggio, who I'm, like, I don't know what his name is, Brad, Mike, Steven, I honestly don't remember, but the one that didn't win that season. Oh, also, I guess, spoilers if you're doing a rewatch of Top Chef. Anyway, I'm, like, the only person that cares, and I just had to share it with you guys in the event that, you know, maybe Bobby cares. I don't know. I just got to look out for my buds. All right, uh, crunch, crunch. Lindsay's on the Top Chef train more than I am now. Really? Emma? You don't watch Top Chef anymore? I haven't watched the last couple seasons. I don't fuck? know. Why? I fell off. I don't know. And I, it's like the best show. I, it's I like the fell most off. best mindless the best show. reality show television. Show. But you know about Michael Voltaggio because he's from like seasons ago. Him Forever. and his brother. Oh, yeah. I love the Voltaggio the brothers. Oh, love the Voltaggio brothers. <laughs> oh, I love them. Oh, I they're love like the them. bad. They're like the bad boys of food. They're like bad boys. But like, correct me if I'm wrong. They're not like problems. They're just bad boys, but not like. No, they're not like problems. As far as I know, they're just like bad boys because like. Ooh, he wears sunglasses. And I more mean like has tattoos. Has tattoos. Like, I'm a bad I'm boy. I'm a bad boy. Yeah, right. Yeah, whatever. But this is such a funny couple that this, per- like this is such a niche funny couple that only one person called about. And I love when it's only like, hey, I noticed this weird thing that like nobody else cares no about. But the calls. girl from the Florida Project is dating Michael Voltaggio from Top Chef, which I think is funny. Bria Venitier, I think that's how you pronounce it. Yeah. She's Lithuanian, you said? Yes, she's Lithuanian. She is the girl from the Florida Project who I think we talked about here a million years mm-hmm. ago because she was the breakout star from that movie because that was her first role. And she's very good in it, but really hasn't done anything since aside from just be a really good like online um, influencer and like party girl um, kind Lindsay, of like she's she in mul- everywhere she's in multiple episodes of my favorite show the oa season two so okay don't okay. cut out the oa she's season also two. i know she's also in a freaking music video she's in um she's a nice for what oh she's in the g-easy music video she's in a g-easy mm-hmm, music video mm-hmm. i think she's trying to direct that's what you said she's not just trying to direct Lindsay. she's trying to direct with nicola peltz She's co-directing a movie called Lola James with Nicola Peltz. But Nicola Peltz isn't a director either. Like, okay. You're a director if you're directing. If you directed, you're a director. Brooklyn Beckham's future wife. After Who Weekly episode one in 2016, we were podcasters. (laughs) So either they just hooked up in Napa or they're dating. But I do think they're dating because there are photos of them doing charity work together, like on her feed. On his feed, on his feed, there's no evidence of her at all, which is... What Happens in Napa was the original title for Sideways. What Happens in Napa. <laughs> what Happens in Napa. It's just one of those very who couples that there's like not much to say about, but it is funny that they ended up together. That tracks. And then you like move on and take the next call. Hi, Who Weekly. Long time, long time. PSA. Britney Spears knows who Bella Thorne is. She posted on her Instagram. Remember that time that I thought I looked like Bella Thorne and then the time that I, when I was, oh my God, a green snake. Well, here's that photo dump from then. I can't really tell which photo she thinks she looks like Bella Thorne in, to be honest. But she certainly knows who Bella Thorne is. Shocking, honestly, for me personally. Crunch, crunch. Remember that time it looked like Bella Thorne? Remember that time it looked like a green snake? <laughs> well, here's a photo dump from then. Britney Spears's prose is really unique, I have mm-hmm. to say. Bella commented, beautiful babe, clap, clap, clap. I would argue she's still a who, but yes, Britney Spears knows who she if is. If you had asked me, 
does Britney Spears know who Bella Thorne is? I would have said, You would have nope. said no. Nope. Yeah. Would you? But you're wrong. I would have been wrong. But you're wrong. I would have been wrong. I would have said, uh, considering all the circumstances, probably not. <laughs> but you know what? That's wrong. Britney Spears got her iPad back at some point, and she knows who Bella Thorne is. She Googled Bella Thorne. She figured it out. She did ask for her iPad back. I'm not just making that up. Yeah, That's like, it's like on the thing. She's thrilled okay. by her iPad. And also, I think the the photo where she thinks she looks like Bella Thorne in this photo dump. I, she does. I think it's ep- photo three because she looks like Bella Thorne in, in photo three. Hi. I was just wondering why no one talks about Ariel Winter anymore. I feel like there was a period of time we were really into her and her boyfriend and her drama. And I just don't know anything about her anymore. And I... I don't know. I kind of miss that period of time where we really cared about her. Believe it or not, the Daily Mail still covers Ariel Winter regularly. Regularly. I would say like once or twice a week, which is pretty regular. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's because we stopped kind of talking about her. Yeah, I don't want to give... Maybe it's just because we're not talking about her much on this podcast. Maybe you're not seeing her, but she's still around if you look. If you look, she's still getting covered because she's still going out on the town. She's still wearing clothes that the Daily Mail loves to describe. <laughs> Uh, yeah, they love to describe an all-black ensemble, and then later she dresses for the weather, which means she wore a, a tank top uh, and shorts because it was mean? hot. <laughs> she dresses for the weather because it was hot. Insane. The best Daily Mail headline, though, about her, which I think we did briefly mention, was that she had a giant bubble thing of bubble wrap over the pandemic, and they loved it. Ariel Winter cuts a casual figure in a white sweater and gray joggers as she carries a huge roll of bubble wrap and packing tape. It was a good photo. It was a good photo from November 2020. And it's honestly the biggest roll of bubble wrap I've ever seen in my whole entire life. I also do think it's been a while since Modern Family has ended. And I think the kind of fervor around her has died down. Mm -hmm. And maybe people have finally like gotten over the fact that she's not a child. She's an adult. Um, Because that was a big thing. Because she had grown up on that show. And people were like, oh, no, she's an adult now. You know? Also, the other reason is because she has been in a pretty steady relationship with that guy, Luke. So yeah. we would get more we would get more news about her if she had either dumped him or started seeing someone else exactly. or there was drama. But it seems exactly. like her relationship is actually pretty stable and nice. And so because of that, there's no drama to report. So yeah, that's why you're not. But she's still about definitely it. like if you're wondering, she definitely still like takes the invitation because she was at that like the the win opening the the win hotel opening. In oh, Vegas. she went to that. She took pictures and she said. Hey there, Delilah LV. What's it like in Wynn, Las Vegas? Oh, do you get it? Hey there, Delilah. Oh, that, yeah. At Hwood Group, hashtag Delilah, hashtag Las Vegas, hashtag Wynn, hashtag Grand Opening, hashtag Justin Bieber. Oh, yeah, he performed. See, my problem, my like my brain damage is that I'm looking at these photos from the Wynn Hotel in Las Vegas, and I'm like, I got to go there. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's really because you I like, fucking love Vegas. You, like, irrationally love Vegas. Like, it makes no sense. I'm looking at this aesthetic, and I'm just reason. like, I fucking love this place. Sign me up. Take me to the Wynn Las Vegas. Isn't he a nightmare? Shouldn't I not support Wynn? Well, no, it's just like considering the things that you tend to to like and dislike the idea that you like Vegas just absolutely makes no it's sense. It's like an amusement park, and I love amusement. Okay, interesting. Interesting. It feels like a, it feels fake. It feels like a fake world. You like it because yeah, it's fun. Uh huh. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah, and you like to gamble. That's a thing you have. I like to gamble. I set very strict guidelines, and then I stop. Okay, but that's but that, okay. That's not interesting. That that's the part of you that's expected. Oh, but you, I like okay. doing it at all. But I'm like shocked. doing it at all, I think may, may be a little surprising. Yeah, the fact that you do it at the fact that you engage in it. But at the all thing is, every time I'm done gambling and I'm like, okay, I've, I'm not gonna spend any more money. You're pissed. I, oh, I'm pissed. I like lie in bed and I'm like, I could, I could win. I could, I could, I could win. I could become a millionaire. I could do this. It's very like, have you seen Lost in America with um, 
uh, Albert Brooks and what's her name? Julie Kavner. Is it Julie Kavner? Not Julie Kavner. What's her name? Know. But she ends up becoming... Oh, Julie Haggerty. She ends up getting becoming addicted to gambling <laughs> and then like loses all their money at the beginning of the movie. And it's like, that would absolutely be me if I didn't have any self-control. Ooh, it hits me. When I'm on that gambling floor, drinking my free vodka, vodka tonic next to Ariel Winter, <laughs> it's all gone. Do we want to do another call or are we done here? You're out there laughing at, laughing at her Hey Delilah jokes. No one else is. Her boyfriend is. And you're like, that's funny. I get it. <laughs> From afar. Hey, can I borrow some dough? Can I borrow 100 bucks? <laughs> I'm good for Those it. I'm good residuals. for it. Those modern family residuals must take up half the house. She better give me 100 bucks. Those checks? Okay. Actually, I want to play one more call. Is Elizabeth Holmes slash Theranos a who or a gap? Is Elizabeth Holmes slash Queen Girl Boss herself? Is Elizabeth Holmes slash Theranos a who or them? Oh my God! I mean, she's like the villain of the moment, is right? She not? She's all over the place right now. She's in the court. She's in the courthouse telling her telling her tales, lying her lies. I haven't listened to the new episodes of the podcast though. Oh, it's so fun! It's like oh, the the person they have in, the person they have reading her text messages, doing an impression of her is uh, a chef's kiss. <laughs> <laughs> Give that person an Oscar. Give them a daytime Emmy. It's honestly incredible. Like, what are podcast awards? Are they Webbies? On. Like, where are the podcasts? Like, iHeart Radio Awards, which doesn't really matter because they are the company that makes the podcast. Mm-hmm. So, but we'd love to be nominated, but also they don't count. Yeah, but I'd love to be nominated. <laughs> but I'd love to be nominated. But please nominate me. My read on this is everyone gets wildly jealous. We need to read the utility of the press events one by one, what we're saying in each one, and what it brings to being the consumer spokesperson for consumer and prevention, and then judge. Elizabeth Theranos. Is she who were them? them? One, two, three. Her name isn't Elizabeth Theranos. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, that was sincere. Elizabeth Holmes. Elizabeth Holmes. Well, Elizabeth Theranos. Elizabeth Holmes. Who or them? One, two, three. Them? Them. I wouldn't yeah, I have said so. that until a week ago. And now you can't escape coverage about her. She's all over the place. I'm loving her. I'm loving her. I'm I I just I just think that she's I just oh, I just girl, girl boss, boss villain. whatever and when you listen to her story you can't help but just be like wow, she really is crazy. She's incredible. She fooled all these people. Like I can't. I saw a Anyways. tweet that was like uh, like I have complicated feelings about Elizabeth so Holmes because I hate I hate liars, but I love people who uh, prank men or something who fool who like yeah, deceive yeah, men. It's all- where it's like oh Theranos though Theranos who were them one two three who you think I think a Theranos who? is the who I didn't answer Elizabeth Holmes is the them even though you called her Elizabeth Theranos yeah yeah Elizabeth Holmes. Theranos will be forgotten sooner than Elizabeth Holmes. Yeah. I it's think. like, oh, she had the blood company. She's the like, blood company? The blood company. Because I think it was less about the name of the company. There was a fucked up thing in the do- in the podcast where that was like, somebody asked them like, if you think she would have gotten away with this for longer, do you think she would have been making a COVID-19 testing? And they would have been like, they were like, 100% yes. Like, she would be all over this. Oh, my God. <laughs> Like, and I was laughing because I was like, "No, you're right. Like she would, she would have fucked. She, she would have fucked up. She would have fucked it up worse than it was already fucked up." I was just, I uh, wow, yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyways, wow. So Elizabeth yeah. Holmes, them, Theranos, who this podcast over. Thank you for listening to another episode of Who's There, a weekly call-in show. Keep calling in at six one nine. Who them to leave questions, comments, and concerns. Support us on Patreon.com/slash Who Weekly for bonus episodes and more. 
Thank you to Katie and Eric of The Who's for providing our Rita theme song on Tuesdays. Thank you to our new assistant, Timmy, for assisting us and researching and helping us with so many things. And thank you to you for listening this far. Keep listening after the theme song for Call You Doing Amazing Sweeties, and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. You will say that. Hi, Who Weekly. So you had an episode come out on March 13th, 2020, that I never finished listening to because it starting March 14th, 2020, it just started to feel too surreal to listen to something from the before time. And the title of the episode is Johnny Flynn, Topher Grace, and Broccoli Rabe. And every once in a while, when I finish listening to a Who Weekly episode, that March 13th, 2020 episode automatically starts to play. Um, and I'm just like, no, not Topher Grace and Broccoli Rabe, stop. I wonder if anyone else has that experience. Grateful for Sharna. Crunch, crunch. Hey, I'm mentally ill. And like, you guys talking about Kelly Cuoco really lifted me up this morning. So like, don't say you're not doing God's work because she has you doing something. I'm sorry. I need to stop talking like this. Um, my, I have an actual question. Because um, you're talking about Carl Cook and Intuit. I use TurboTax because I'm dumb. I don't know how to do my taxes. If I can't use TurboTax, what am I supposed to use? I really don't know how to do my taxes. I'm dumb. Please help. Lindsay, Bobby, your phones have calculators. 0.01 divided by 10 times 4 times, what did you say, 38 billion equals 100. 1.52, oh, never mind, that was hard.